Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Welcome to the program. Glad to have you along with us on this Monday afternoon. Oh, man, what a weekend. What a weekend. Uh, I had the weirdest dream Saturday night. I had, Ironically, I, I had this dream. It was weird that Nikki Haley um, appeared on Saturday Night Live, and then she slammed Trump, and then immediately got on a plane and flew out to San Francisco for a big Democrat fundraiser in her honor it was nuts and then i woke up and i, I realized that it was, it was it wasn't a dream at all that that actually happened nikki haley was on the cold open of saturday night live this weekend and it was as bad as you might uh, imagine because they also took the chance to take a little dig at her okay we have time for one more question and it's actually for ambassador haley curious what would you say was the main cause of the civil war um and do you think it starts with an s and ends with a lavery <laughs> yep i probably should have said that the first time and live from new york it's saturday night okay there you go so uh, nikki haley goes into the lion's den she was invited. Now, remember, everything in that little skit, and it goes on. She slams Trump uh, at the beginning. I'll play some of that for you coming up. But every every word in that script was written by Democrats, was written by rabid anti-Trumper Democrats. And Nikki Haley said, sure, I'll show up on your show. Absolutely, I will. Yeah. Oh, oh you're going to slam Trump? Absolutely. I will be there. And then she gets on a plane and she goes out to San Francisco and she has a big fundraiser in San Francisco. How, how big do you think the uh, Republican Party is in, the, in, in San Francisco? Do you think it's, it's huge? No, it's not. It's not. In fact, these were Democrat fundraisers that were there to make sure of one thing and one thing only – that Nikki and this, listen, I don't even think right now it's about beating Donald Trump. I, I know Nikki Haley doesn't believe she's going to beat Donald Trump. I mean, if you just look at some of the polling, let's just take a quick look. Uh, right now, we're looking at Trump plus 27 right here in Nikki Haley's own state. And uh, and that's not good. There is not a single state where Nikki Haley is beating Donald Trump in the polls right now. He won. He, he beat her like a drum in New Hampshire. He beat, well, in Iowa. He beat her. She came in third in Iowa, by the way. She came in second 
in New Hampshire after Ron DeSantis dropped out. Now she's going to come in again, second place in her own state of South Carolina, and she's going to lose by a rather big margin. So I don't think this is I don't think this is about beating Donald Trump anymore. It's it's not. It's about trying to help the Democrats. This is what it's all about. She's the enforcer. I don't know if you guys know anything about hockey. I know very little about hockey, but I know what the enforcer is. The enforcer is the guy. He's the official fighter for your team. And the team that Nikki Haley is fighting for is the establishment. She's their enforcer. And she's also working with the Democrats to try to bring Donald Trump down in some hopes. Now, she's got some hopes of, of getting this nomination. And the only hope that she's got is that Donald Trump goes to prison. And ladies and gentlemen, that's not looking likely with some of the things that we have heard from the Jack Smith case, uh, what's going on with Alvin Bragg in uh, in Manhattan, what's going on with Letitia James, what's going on with Fannie Willis. These are all of these trials are going to be delayed significantly. But here's Nikki Haley. She's playing the role of enforcer for the establishment, trying to take Donald Trump down. And that's low. I mean, let me ask you something. So we've been, uh, my wife and I have been watching this uh, series about espionage. And one of the lines in the series was, you know, you were a traitor to your country. Why should I trust you? Why should I trust you? You know, this guy, this guy was a double agent. He was a spy for for, uh, Great Britain, and he was a spy for Russia. Well, let me tell you something. The Russians... They have no respect for double agents either. They know what kind of person they're dealing with. Well, now we know what kind of a person we're dealing with in Nikki Haley. Do you think we would ever be able to trust her as a president of the United States? The answer to that is is no. Absolutely not. This woman would turn on you if it served her own interest in a heartbeat. How do we know? Because it's already happened. It's happened time and time again. And now she wants to be the nominee. That's not going to happen either. Right now, Nikki Haley is the useful idiot for the Democrats. That's the best way you can describe it. Even black, the black vote here in South Carolina is looking at Donald Trump. In spite of all the craziness he may have in his head, reading some of the things that he talks about with business, I can kind of agree with as far as business wise, because I'm trying to grow my business. Um, as far as Biden, I haven't seen Biden really care about business like that. And my concern is having my business so that I can build generational wealth so my kids can see and have something for, to, 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 to take upon with. I'm not here. A lot of people admire the persona um, and they they want to be him. You know, they want to enjoy the um, perks that he has. He seems to always be able to circumvent the rules. I think there's a lot of, um, generationally speaking, I think there's probably some familiarity with uh, with what he used to be. I'm gonna be honest. I don't really, I don't really know why people <laughs> are, are riding for Trump like that. You're hearing that too. That there's some people. In- well, but but then again, 
lot of people, a lot of African-Americans out there going to Trump, a lot of Hispanics going to Trump. John is uh, in Fletcher. How you doing, John? Welcome to the program. I'm doing great, Charlie. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, the thing is, and I'm speaking directly to uh, Nikki Haley, you know, she does not care. This is the most important thing on the other side of the coin, what you had said, is that she just doesn't care what the American people really want. And like you said, she's working for the Democrats. She's working for the deep state. Yeah. And Nikki Haley, get out of the way because the American people are moving up. Praise God. Yeah. <laughs> that the American people are starting to figure ways to, to uh, approach this uh, corruption in our government. And, I, and I, I strongly encourage American people to speak out and stand up against these Republicans, these uh, Republican heads that are absolutely corrupt and deep state. We need to have them removed. And I appreciate you, Charlie, uh, speaking up and, and addressing these issues about Nikki um, and the, the African-Americans who, who are um, beginning to see, thank God, yeah. that there are so many white Americans that care about them and care about equality and that we care about every race. And I hope that they, they are listening. You're exactly right. John, I appreciate it, buddy. We'll take a quick break and we will be right back. It's the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. The fact that this bill that is coming out of the Senate in Washington, D.C., this uh, immigration bill is bipartisan, turns my stomach. The fact that people like Senator James Lankford went along and actually helped draft this bill turns my stomach. It really does. This is worse. So let's just say we, we, we just kept things the way they are right now. Everything is fine. No, not everything's fine, but everything is just the status quo is remained. That would be better than this bill that they're looking at in the Senate, that they're about to send to the House. Oh, 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 oh. And by the way, by the way, Speaker Mike Johnson has said this thing is dead on arrival in the House of Representatives and good for him. Good for him. I hope he means it. Hope he means it. Not sure if he does. Still got my reservations about that guy. But this bill, listen to this, it gives the Ukraine. So this really isn't, is, this bill really, really isn't about immigration. It's not about the border. It's about Ukraine. 
This bill gives Ukraine 75 times more money than it does the border. 75 times. It will allow 4,000 illegal immigrants in a day. That's over a million a year. Let's just take a look. I did, let's just do a little quick math here. Just a little quick math Let's go to the old calculator and say 4,000. And I kind of know what it is. Uh, times 30 average month. It's 120,000 a month. Over, over the course of a year, that's going to be a tremendous amount of illegal aid. And then you had, um, oh, what's his name? The, the, the penguin. I can never remember his name. Anyway, he says, we need more. We need more illegal aliens in this country. Why? <laughs> Why? Do we have enough jobs for them? No, of course not. They're looking to make them Democrat voters. You know it, and I know it, and everybody knows it. And the hell of it all. Now, the, listen, the, you got to watch what they're doing and understand why they're doing it. So, this plan would go through 2030. Through 2030. That's for the next, how many years? Six years. This would be the entire Trump administration that this bill would go through. The entire Trump. So what they're actually trying to do is handcuff Trump before he's even reelected. They're already, these rhinos in the Senate and, and some in the House as well are already working against Donald Trump before the man is even reelected. That should tell you exactly what plans they've got coming up for the future. Well, James Langford is begging begging, oh, please, begging people to go on social media and praise this plan. <laughs> he is. He's begging people. Social media influence. Oh, my goodness. If you or your group agrees that this policy could help at the border today and give the next administration helpful tools to use, please feel free to share a statement of support with our team so that we can amplify. That's what he wants. People to... Go along with them. So, oh, my gosh, it's horrible. And, and it's even, did you know, all right, listen to this. There's actually a minimum, minimum requirement for the amount of illegal aliens that would come across our border. A minimum, not a maximum, a minimum. We have to admit, admit at least, at least 1,400 a day under this bill. Have to. It would be the law. Let's go to Dan in Townville and talk to him. Dan, welcome to the program. How are you doing this afternoon? I'm fine, Charlie. Thank you. And yes, thank sir. you for taking my call. Mm -hmm. Just want to make a quick point back on Nikki Haley. I yeah. want to remind everyone, it's brought up frequently, but not frequently enough, that she, uh, back when she was governor in 2015, she instituted the removal of statues and symbols that were disagreeable to others from government property. And yeah. that was the inception of all these statues being torn down to this day. Uh, I was deep in politics at the time, and I'd learned, I was told anyway, that her reason for doing it is that it would put her on the short list for Donald Trump's VP. And as really? a consolation prize, she got the uh, 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 ambassadorship to the U.N., and indeed, both of those things happened just a couple of weeks after I heard that. 
Well, here's what that was about. Uh, President Trump made her ambassador to the U.N. to get her out of the governor's office here in South Carolina so that Henry McMaster could be the governor. Well, she did. She did uh, leave the governorship uh, uh, quite a time before that, if you recall, several months. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm just telling you what I heard. That's the reason that Trump yeah, gave yeah, her that. Yeah, I heard that before. And then well. that, and then that whole transition. But here's the thing, though. I mean, how'd that work for her? Yeah, exactly. It, it didn't, how'd it, that work it, for no. the country as well. Ex- yeah, exactly. When you sell your soul the way that Nikki Haley has sold her soul, I mean, the devil always takes his due. That's exactly correct, Charlie, and so, the devil will take his due yeah. with her even further. I hope. So, Dan, uh, let me ask you something. You uh, think you think when Nikki Haley loses here in South Carolina, you think she's going to keep on going through March fifth, Super Tuesday? Yes, she will. She's already so stated too. that she yeah, will. I think she will too. Yeah, she wants to. She wants to soak as much out of Trump and and the and the treasure chest as she can from the RNC. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're right, and they don't have much to give. They're broke. The RNC is broke. Well, they are broke. Oh, I'm my sure goodness. I'm not giving anything else to them. Yeah, I understand, buddy. Hey, man, I appreciate well, your I call, Dan. you a regular contributor. Yeah, right. Sir? Yeah, I appreciate it, buddy. Thank yeah. you so much. But here's the thing, though. I heard that the RNC, their fundraising woes right now have not been this bad for several decades. We're talking 20 years since the RNC has seen this little money coming in. And I think the reason is because people have caught on. I mean, they're broke. They're absolutely broke. And then when you see all the, of the exorbitant spending and where they're spending their money, what they're spending their money on, oh, come on. Do you know they spent they spend like several hundred thousand dollars. It may even be, I, I got to go back and find my list here, but uh, it, it may even be into the millions on limos, limos and accommodations. Meanwhile, where are the Democrats spending their money? Voter rolls, maintaining voter, voter databases. There is no get out the vote. There is no get out the vote. Even Steve Bannon said on his show, uh, I think it was either today or on Friday, that this has got to be grassroots. And I think the RNC has forgotten exactly what grassroots means. They think they're going to be able to rely on the people that they've always been able to rely on. Well, those people are gone. Sorry, hate to tell you that. If those people were still there, you wouldn't be having the financial problems that you're having. Number one. Ronna McDaniel, got to go. Got to go. So now we got all these financial woes. We got Donald Trump. How much money do you think they're actually going to spend on a Donald Trump campaign? How much do you think? I don't think it's going to be much at all. I really don't. I think it's going to be incumbent on the super PACs to actually get involved and support Donald Trump. Um, once he wins the nomination, and he will win the nomination. All right, so coming up, and he will win the presidency. And and all these never-Trumpers out there, I don't want to hear a word from you. I don't want to hear any of you going, oh, we support Donald Trump, because you didn't. You didn't support Donald Trump. You haven't been supporting Donald Trump. Now he's kicking your people's butts. 
So I don't want you jumping on the old Trump train there. You just sit back, be quiet. Let those of us that have led the way lead the way. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. Welcome back to the program. I want to say welcome to a new sponsor, carpro.com. They're the sponsor of our phone lines, the carpro.com talk line, 800-905-0989 is the number to get in touch with us. Thank you so much, carpro.com. Let's go to Bonnie in Taylor's and talk to her. Bonnie, welcome to the program. How you doing? I'm doing good. Yeah. Um, the Senate Republican leader, what well, McConnell, yeah. Yeah. Okay, he he didn't support Trump the first time. He didn't support him the second time. And he's not going to support him the third time. And he is sitting on megabucks. Yeah. And I don't know if the fool thinks he's going to take it to his grave or what, you know? And I don't know how many numbers really went out and voted for the Democratic whatever. But I was at a polling center, and we had a whopping 38 people. Yes. voted. You're right. I don't know and you're you know, t- you, saying he won by a landslide. I mean, yeah, that's well, it's of all the people that voted. Uh, so, yeah. All right, Bonnie, I appreciate it. Thank you. And we'll, we'll talk about uh, Mitch McConnell and the Senate Republican leadership pack coming up in just a second. But uh, so the Democrats actually had their primary uh, this past weekend and, and they're and they're out there. Going, oh, Biden won by 90. You know, they had less than 10 percent voter turnout. In fact, it was like eight point something percent voter turnout of all registered voters. It was actually less than three percent voter turnout. So, I mean, he could have got he could have got nine out of ten voters and still said, "Oh, I have ninety percent. I won that one." So, no, and even even uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Clyburn said he was hoping for a hundred and fifty thousand people to get out and vote, and it was significantly less than that significantly. All right. The border bill, we know that stinks. We've been talking about that. The economy is another issue that we've got going on in this country right now. But the ladies on The View, the ladies on The View, Joy Reid from MSNBC joined them on the dayos and listen to what they said. Anyone can win if people vote for them. So yes, he has absolutely a chance to win. And as you said, every candidate starts out with a good 45% and then it's a matter of the rest. The challenge for President Biden is that on the facts, the economy is far better now than it was under Donald Trump, really? who failed in his one job. This That is so much BS, because what they're doing is they're taking all of these ridiculous numbers that are coming in from the Biden administration, talking about how great the economy is. When you know and I know. See what they're doing? This is literally gaslighting people. They're going, wait a minute. Gosh, I... The economy's not working for me. There must be something wrong with me. Everybody else, I mean, according to the news, according to Joy Reid and folks over there at The View and CNN, everything's going great. What's, what am I doing wrong? That's what they're trying to do to you. Not you, but to the American people at large. What's wrong with me? Why, am I just not working hard enough? Am I not, do I not know how to do Here's Here's what's going on. Literally what's going on. All of these numbers that they're talking about, about how many people have jobs and how unemployment is so low. 
Do you know that most of those people have two jobs? They've had to go out and get a second job. Now, under Trump, it was a cool thing under Trump. So you would have your job and then just to put extra money in your bank account or maybe you wanted to play the stock market or something like that or just, you know, whatever. Then you go out and get a side job or a side gig, as they call it. And that was just extra money. Now, under the Biden administration, that's not extra money anymore. That's necessary money. People are having to work two jobs. Mothers, fathers having to spend time away from their children to go work two jobs. In some cases, both members, both parents are working two jobs these days. I'll give you a perfect example. I am a big fan of the Egg McMuffin. I think the Egg McMuffin is fantastic. You used to be able to go get the Egg McMuffin for a dollar. In fact, so, yeah, they even had the two for two dollars. Two Egg McMuffins for two dollars at McDonald's. Do you know how much an Egg McMuffin is? One Egg McMuffin at McDonald's in Connecticut. $7.29. You used to be able to buy seven Egg McMuffins for what you can buy one Egg McMuffin now. So don't, you know, don't whiz on my leg and tell me it's raining. Because I know the actual facts. The, this economy is in a bad, bad situation. And again, a lot of people are out there. they got to get two jobs. And then ha- half of that second job is eaten up with child care. Everything's more expensive. Going, going out to eat, going to get just basic groceries. I mean, literally go buy some meat at the store and let me know how well the economy is doing. Let me know because it's not doing well at all. It's just not. And they're lying to you and they're trying to gaslight you. So it's, it's, all, it's all BS. See, that's the thing. People know. So if, if the economy is going so great, if the economy is going so great, why were those African-Americans and that video that I played for you a few minutes ago was actually shot down in Charleston, South Carolina? Why are they going to go for Trump? Because Trump's a better businessman and Trump's going to do more for the economy if the Biden economy is doing so well. They know. Small businesses know that the economy is not doing good. I mean, what was it? It was, uh, it was UPS. UPS has had to lay off, what was it, 20,000 people? Maybe it was 12. Between 12 and 20,000 people. Because people aren't ordering stuff as much as they used to. There's not as many packages to deliver as there used to be. And then you've got the cost of gas. And yes, you've got the cost of the union labor in the drivers and the maintenance on the trucks and, and all of that stuff. Everybody knows that the, this economy is in the toilet. And everybody knows that it is because of Joe Biden and his politics. But how much has Nikki Haley talked about Joe Biden on the campaign trail? Practically nothing, none. She'd rather go out there and slam Trump on Saturday Night Live and then go, you know, do the Charleston with a bunch of these Democrat donors. 
That's what they're looking at. She is. Somebody said, um, well, I, I forget how they, they, they said he, she, he's the, she's the spoiler. Nikki Haley working with the Democrats as their spoiler. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. Coming up at 4.06, we're going to be talking with State Representative Bobby Cox about this constitutional carry bill and Amendment uh, 36 that was put on, I believe, by Chip Campson uh, while it was over there in in the Senate, which would basically make it Um, A two-tier justice system. Now, we are guaranteed under the Constitution, hello, that everybody is equal under the law. So why would there be harsher penalties? Let's say two people went into an establishment that had the big sign up there that said, no concealable weapons allowed uh, on this premises, and, and you walk in and you're both carrying, but your buddy has a concealed weapons permit. And you don't. You see, under the constitutional carry bill that the Senate sent back, your buddy wouldn't get as stiff a sentence as you would. You would actually get a harsher sentence for both exercising your constitutional right. So this does. And thankfully, they put this severability clause in there that basically said if any part of this bill is considered uh, is ruled unconstitutional, the rest of the bill stands the same. So we'll ask State Representative Bobby Cox about Amendment 36. We'll ask him about the uh, the bill in general. Um, from what I'm hearing, they sent over a decent bill to the Senate and the Senate just um, blew their noses on it and sent it back. So let's see what happens. But listen, you guys have been absolutely phenomenal. Oh my goodness. Whenever we do the call to action and I ask you to contact your state representative, man, oh man, it is amazing. The outpouring of people, because, you know, you can always go to um, the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line 71307. Text SC Rep to 71307. It will send you back a link. And you can find out who your state representative is. Um, well, we'll tell you who your members of uh, the Senate are, Lindsey Graham, Tim Scott. It'll tell you who your congressman in is. It'll tell you how who your state representative is and who your state senator is. And it's, it's a really handy little thing. So if you ever, you know, kind of draw a blank about who your rep is, text SC Rep to 71307. It will send you back a link. All you got to do is put in your address and it'll bring up everything you need to know. But you, every time I do that, the response is absolutely amazing. And what you guys have been able to do, you've been able to shut down that ridiculous rules change that they were going to have, which basically put the Democrats on equal footing in the House of Representatives. Looks like we might be shutting down this James Smith um, circuit court judgeship That's a good thing. And now we've got to make sure that your state representative votes to um, not concur, not concur with this Senate bill. So what happens is if your state representative does not concur, then it will go to, um, uh, oh, I can't remember the name of it. Why am I a conference committee? And the conference committee will come up with some sort of the bill, and we'll see what happens there. But you guys have been amazing. 
And I love when you do that because you've been, I'm, somebody said the other day, they said, oh, the people in Columbia are really going to hate hearing from the people in the upstate. And I was like, yes, that's exactly what we want. That's the goal. When, 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 when their phones ring and, and they see that 864 area code, I want them to break out into a sweat every single time. So, but you can get things done. In Colorado, they actually, they did pretty much the same thing here. They had a bill. They had a bill that was uh, introduced it was HB 2411-63. It would require pet owners to register their animals annually for a fee. It would cost $8.50 a year for pets that have des- a designated caregiver, $16 for dogs or cats that are not spayed or neutered with a designated caregiver, and $25 for pets without a designated caregiver. The caregivers would act as a safety net for the animals in case of emergency situations for their owners. So they were $25. So what this was, literally, and they always come to you, the, oh, oh, we're trying to protect the pets. We're just looking out for their precious little lives. We want to make sure they have a caregiver. No, you don't. No, you don't. We know exactly what you're doing. You're putting a tax on pets. It's a pet tax. That's all it is, pure and simple. Well, the people of Colorado, they got a hold of this, and they did exactly what you've done here in South Carolina. They put the kibosh on this. You know, they, they come along. the idea behind this was to create a contingency plan for senior people while they're in crisis. They're stuck there, blah, 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 blah. BS, 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 vomit. The only thing they were doing is try to tax your pets. It's another way to get more money out of the taxpayers. Well, less than a week after that bill was created, it has been postponed indefinitely. Good for those people in Colorado. That is, uh, that is certainly good. See what the people can do when they band together? See, there's a lot more of us than there are them. A lot more of us. Man. We get together, we can do just about anything we want to. Charlie Charleston is long, has been the problem with uh, Columbia for too long. It's past time uh, for the upstate uh, got a voice. Uh, that was uh, kind of interesting because when I was in Columbia, uh, I'm sorry, when I was living in Charleston, because I lived in Columbia as well, but when I was in Charleston, everybody in Charleston said that the upstate controls the house and the Senate here in uh, South Carolina. So there you go. Uh, let's see. Charlie Ennis Fant said it's hate speech to call your rep. Hate speech. <laughs> That's right-wing hate speech. Charlie, let's see. Did uh, I asked Bobby Cox why he, did he push for and pass a bill to punish veterans only? It can't be military tags anymore through the DMV and leaving it up to the counties to approve 100% disabled veterans tax-free home status. I don't even know about that. I'll check that out. Uh, okay, this is one awful, let's see, did it, did this is one-time awful journalist reporting dead brain Biden leaving Vegas. Now just saw Air Force One take off. Yep, you will be late getting home tonight. I don't know about that. But anyway, there you go. So coming up in just a minute, we'll talk with Bobby Cox. Also, speaking of hate crimes, speaking of hate crimes, Virginia, 
is now going is now trying to enact or consider something a hate crime, which is really a responsibility. We'll tell you about that coming up. It's the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 